Welcome back to the Game Time Podcast. I'm your host, Cole Graham, and with me as always, my co-host, AJ Mann. What's up, everybody? And today we're back, and we have a new guest with us. Would you like to introduce yourself? What's up, guys? My name is uh, Nate Carrion. I'm here at uh, Cal State Florida, a student here. Glad to be on the show. Yeah, so today is his first time on the podcast. We are actually currently in our dorm room because, well, AJ and I's dorm room, yeah, our current podcast studio, as we call it, is currently being used. So we're in a new spot for today's episode. Yeah, pretty unfortunate, but uh, kind of make ends meet. Yeah, so today we just want to come on here and just get to know Nate a little bit. So uh, where'd you grow up? That's pretty forward, but um, I grew up from the high desert. I think uh, not a lot of people know where that's from, but it's like... Is that high desert? Oh my god, <laughs> no, it's a uh, it's past uh Big Bear Pass, uh, Lake Arrowhead, going towards Barstow on the freeway to Las Vegas. But uh, I think it's a growing city and a growing part of California. A lot of people are moving there from LA and uh, the more inner city. Uh, so it's a fun place to grow from. Is there yeah. a low desert? I, I guess so, yeah. I guess the Palm Desert, I don't know. Palm Springs, Palm uh, Palmdale. Uh, yeah, I guess Palmdale, but it's more up there by LA County. Uh, Coachella Valley, Arcadia. I guess that could be considered the low desert because it's just always hot there. So Nate, like, what what made you pick Fullerton as your like main college? I had a lot of choices. I got a not people know this, but I actually got accepted to UC Davis for uh, political science, mm. and I like political science a lot. But I just I don't know. I didn't see myself really being successful in that area it took me a long time to find my passions and i think writing and pr and writing for a, a public image is something i really enjoy and i know fullerton has a really good program for communications and pr and i think one of the lakers is uh their pr uh came from fullerton i think it's harrison fine or something like that so i i, I like fullerton a lot it's actually you know a nice place anaheim you have Buena park so it's like right in the center, but outside. Yeah, and I mean, we're all communications majors, so we all have that in common. But also, uh, Nate, you used to play baseball. Yeah, I played baseball. I played baseball since I was five. I played up the way, all the way up until I was uh, in high school. I really enjoyed it a lot. I wasn't always, I wasn't ever the best player. I always like was able to keep up. What yeah. position did you play? I played third and left field, outfield. I mean, as I grew up, like baseball just kept getting harder. I just, on my friends, it's, like progressively got better like a lot of my teammates are now in college playing baseball yeah i think that justifies me not being able to do as good as them because like they're obviously on a different scale of like athletic ability and we've i played basketball with you quite a bit actually so when did you start picking that up because I mean, you're a big guy basketball yeah for i'm like six two 200 pound guy pretty physical i've always played basketball like i think i think just like through park and rec and like being in different things as a little kid you pick up different sports play with your friends stuff like yeah, that yeah i play with my friends yeah it's always it's always fun to play different sports i don't think it's like realistic to just play one sport unless you're really trying to get something out of it yeah i feel that this semester we're doing a rec team and us three are all gonna be on that rec team yeah, i'm starting point guard Probably gonna be playing at the five, but yeah, we played we played basketball quite a number of times, which I actually like. We're we're not like we're surprisingly not like 
We don't look the part, but we could be yeah, teams. No, we, don't, we don't look the part, but we, we, we win when we play. Yeah. We have chemistry. Yeah. yeah. We all like... work together. We know how everyone else, like, handles the ball. And we hustle. Yeah. Yeah, so we all try and, like, give everyone else the ball when, like, we know their strengths can be used the best. Yeah. And that helps us win. It feels like the 2000 to 2005 Spurs, like, Ginobili, yeah, Tim Duncan. Yeah, like, we pass the ball. Yeah. Because we play a lot of teams where there's only one guy to shoot in the foot, checking shots up and... This is the funnest team to play. We all mad at each other and stuff like that. We're chilling. Yeah. We got a lot of guys that can score too. And hopefully on this IM team, that would be pretty good. We should go far. I think, yeah, IM team should be pretty fun. I look forward to that. I know like most of us are going to be pretty busy like with jobs or it's like personal things. But I mean, it's literally at the end of the day, it's just for fun. Yeah. It's just having fun and being competitive. And bragging. I really do want to be like a couple fraternity kids. Because our team's not that good. No, they just walk around like with really well, big confidence. Yeah. They think they're all that, but they lose every year. Well, I mean, I mean well, like frats, they have big dudes. So yeah. I mean, and I mean, not many of us are tall on our team. I mean, we got we got two Nates that are pretty tall, but I mean, Mecca. Oh yeah, Mecca's on. Mecca's on the team officially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well then that's three tall guys. Okay, so maybe we do have some tall size. kids. I mean, Adrian's pretty big. He can guard bigger guys. I, I can't guard nobody. I don't mind guarding. I just chase people. the ball. Yeah. And if I get it, then I get rid of it. And I know we're still trying to pick some dudes up. Oh, we got another big dude. Um, I don't, I, I don't remember. I forgot his name. I always forget his name. But we played with him a couple times. Another big body. We got some big bodies, actually. It was yeah. surprised. Because at first, that was like the thing. It was all the guards, it felt, felt like. But no, I think we, we evened it out pretty pretty good. I mean, like we were planning. I was also planning to play baseball with Cole on the Fullerton baseball team. But I fell through with that. I don't know, I don't know why. I just didn't feel like... I didn't have no motivation to play baseball. Yeah. I, as of right now, I don't have any motivation to, like, take any sport really serious. That's why I like the iron. So it's chill. Yeah. Just go to the gym when you want type yeah. You know, no, no commitment. Yeah, because I was going to touch on that because you did show up to the, I think it was just, like, the very first, like, meet and greet kind of thing. Yeah. You met all the guys, and then you came out to practice. Yeah. Maybe two. The, oh, no, you went to one. I went to and one. And then I got sick, and then you guys didn't go yeah. again. Same I mean, with you, AJ. You did the same thing. But obviously, yeah. Nate's a little bit more serious about baseball than you are. But I mean, like, all of them are cool. I had no problems with it. It's just, like, it didn't fit in my schedule. I'm not I'm not the type of guy that's like, has to have two feet. I mean, like, one foot out of the door, one foot in. Like, I want to be totally invested. And I just, yeah. And also, you know, how parking here is, unfortunate. as like, storming in is horrible. Just... Parking is awful. So I wasn't going to, like, I didn't see, like, the risk to reward of losing my parking. Play baseball. I bought a scooter today. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Dude, someone had a massive electric scooter that was literally taking up the entire elevator when I came up today. That cost twenty bucks. What kind of scooter is it? Is it you know like how like there's it's a razor. But you know how, like, there's... Does it like, have pink candles and, is it like, the one, strings is it, coming is out Is it the generic one everybody has on campus? Yeah, it's the generic one. But you know how there's two? One built for, like, people over 150 pounds? Yeah. I got the one built for under 150 pounds. So, like, it goes into my It's going to collapse on you. It's like little scooters, just wheels. Yeah. Oh, I just need wheels. You just need wheels. Oh, I just need wheels. At that point, just get, like, Hueys. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. I, like, never see anybody with a Razor scooter, like, around campus. Yeah, I'm not using it. I'm just using it for my car. It's tricky yeah. for You car. never see them. Or, I mean, like, even, like, the bikes. There's, like, a bike rack out here. Nobody ever uses yeah, it. I'm going, like, bike rides. They'll go to, like, Target with their bike. Nobody uses it on campus. At it's the beginning of the year, people had a ton of bikes. Yeah, but all those people got tripped. Oh, at least from what I saw was walking to campus, those people got pushed because, I mean, the... Why well, didn't see anyone get tripped? I just imagine people would be like, oh, I don't fit in because yeah, nobody they, else they is riding bikes, so they just feel weird. It's just inconvenient to, like, 
unhit, unlock your bike from the dorms. It'll lock it right bike next to your school. Bike it nice to the. No. I think the, I think the like the the bike stalls and the bike like 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 next to like the different buildings are for like commuters like people like uh, who live like less than like a mile two miles out eight miles. Well, oh, I think anybody yeah. can use it, can't they? Well, anybody can use it, but like but like who's in a bike to campus? Like oh, I I had a, I had a middle school teacher who used to bike from her house like ten miles every day to middle school. That's insane. Yeah, that's not worth it. That's, yeah, no. Talk about at least what I saw last semester walking to classes. I mean, like you know, like two fifteen, like one, right? You know, class start. Everybody's on the sidewalks, going like Mahalo and everything, and the scooter people didn't fit in. They're kind of like riding on the grass and stuff. So no, it's always funny just seeing like the pile that. of just scooters and skateboards at the front of the class. Yeah. But then there's always that one person that tries to bring it up the stairs mm-hmm. and like set it down next to them because they're afraid someone's gonna steal it. And like they're blocking everybody, and it's just it's, an, incom- right it's an inconvenience. Yeah, 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 it's like especially, and the campus is not that bad. I, I think the campus little walk to the. Yeah. The main part of campus is not that bad. Well, I gotta walk all the way to the other side of the campus to get to the ceramics building two times a week. That walk bad. seems farther and farther every single time. Yeah, that walks awful. I've looked at other universities and I just feel like I feel I feel lazy because like I look at other universities and like they're how big like look at uh, University of Florida Gators. There's like it's like a almost. 1500 acres and ours is only like 300 acres yeah i have a, well, a, a friend that goes CSUs there though but when it comes to ucs obviously we're nowhere close yeah we're one of the bigger csus walking yeah our campus is definitely very small that's why it's a commuter school but it seems far when you walk yeah. it but then like when you compare it to like florida gators like you said yeah our school is tiny compared to them i mean they have a lot of dorms though too right yeah like a lot of dorms and living like spaces on campus take a lot of space on those campuses True, we don't have true. that. Yeah, well, I've noticed a lot of our campus is just parking. We have, like, many yeah. parking lots. We have a lot of parking structures. Their parking's still awful. Yeah, and you still can't park anywhere. And it's just, it's not good. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll get in today's subject, which is the MLB lockout, which there's a lot to cover in that. So we'll be back in just a few moments. And we're back. So it's official that MLB will be canceling the first two series of the 2022 baseball season as the MLB owners and the MLB Players Association were unable to come to an agreement. Personally, I think this is awful for the game and it just shouldn't have happened, honestly. Yeah. No, I mean, it started, what, December 2nd, 2021? And mm-hmm. they're still waiting. I mean... Everybody's kind of hoping that they'd come to an agreement, and today it was reported. Twitter blew up. I mean, everybody's going crazy, but they're saying that the um, the MLB, the commission, everybody, they offered their last uh, kind of offers with like what they're saying. They're saying fourteen team playoffs and stuff like that. Yeah, their best and, and final offer. Yeah, their best. Yeah, that's the word. The best and final offer, and the players' association just turned it down. They're like, now we're good. Yeah, but personally. I think this should have all been handled a long time ago. Like, as you said, December 2nd is when this lockout started. They decided to wait till February 28th to say, oh, yeah, this is going to be a deadline, so let's start working on it on the day of the deadline, and then let's not come to an agreement because instead of working from December, January, and all of February, we're going to go and do it on the last day of February, try to get rid of every single detail that we want to have, like, ironed out before the season starts, and then, like, what just happened, it's not going to work. Yeah, I'm sure both sides are kind of just waiting for the other one to kind of give in. But yeah. at the same time, like, both sides are losing incredible amounts of money. Like, yeah. so much money. 
there's people like out of work, like obviously people who like work in the stadiums, yeah. concessions, like, media personnel. Yeah, media. Everybody's losing money. It's just like a weird situation. And you can understand both sides, and both sides, I mean, are valid. But I think more so, you could see how the merit, like the merit you're based off on how you play, like that should be granted. And the money, like, let's say a Randy Rosarina. Like, that dude played incredible in the playoffs. He produced, he got you two World Series, got you back to the playoffs. And you just keep him in a, like, like arbitration shouldn't happen. Like, your arbitration year doesn't happen to another year or two years, I think. And for him to wait to that long after that already long accomplished, after accomplished it just, you have to also stack. You have to keep playing at the level, and then if you don't play up to that same level, that stacks onto it and just rubs over your amazing performance. Yeah, so for those of you that don't know, the CBA agreement for MLB and the MLB Players Association has come to an end after the 2021 season. And in order to come to a new agreement, the MLB Players Association, they want league minimum salaries to be raised. So that means every single player that's not under like a massive contract or doesn't earn the right to go to arbitration, which is where a panel decides what you're worth and what the team has to pay you. Uh, they want the minimum salary raised, and then they want Super 2 status, which is basically like after two years of in the being in the league, you can go into this thing called Super 2 status and start earning more money based off of that. They want that amount of money raised, and then they want a whole like revamp of the arbitration system, which is, which is where a panel of basically arbiters decide what you're worth and what the team has to pay you. They want that whole system changed because they want to be based more off of merit rather than just have a group of people look at your numbers, which should be based off of merit anyways, but that's just not the case. Yeah. Um, when you look at examples like, like I think it was Cody Bellinger or Corey Seager, they went under arbitration like the arbitration pool three or four times. It got to like the fourth or like the last time till it was actually justified on what they're worth as a player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the MLB owners, they just want they want more money. I mean, everybody wants more money, which is the ridiculous thing about this. Because with no season, nobody's making any money. Just on opening day, you lost a lot of money. People already got tickets. I mean, people are ready for this. Yeah, well, hopefully everyone's going to get refunded. Yeah, I'd, ima- they, I'd they imagine will, so. But... but yeah, the MLB owners, they want to expand playoffs, which would mean that if they go from, I believe it's a 10-team format, which is what it is currently, to 14 teams, which is the, what the owners are pushing for, that'll mean there's way more televised postseason games, which are obviously the more important games, would be more televised, more money, more revenue, more tickets, more hot dogs bought, peanuts, everything. More so more money would come through, which makes sense. Everybody would make more money that way. So there's a whole mess of stuff that they want to have figured out, and having to do it in two days just doesn't work. No, and I think it's funny because the, the Players Association... They want to make more money, right? And the league itself, they want to make more money. Everybody wants more money. But the league wants more games, but they're not willing to play the players more for these games that they're, you know, like if you're doing 14, like that's 14 team postseason, that's how many more playoff games? 28 more playoff games? Well, they're also trying to like figure out what the format would be if there's 14 teams. So I'm not entirely sure if they know what the format would be because I know they're trying to do like three game wild cards and this thing called ghost wins where you automatically start one nothing if you won your division. It just I feel like fourteen teams that gives no value to the playoffs. What do you guys think? You go you would you go for fourteen? I think it would be cool because I mean you have more postseason games to watch. Because I mean like, the postseason ends pretty quickly. 
that's what makes it so good. Though. Like, like you, like I feel like I like, I, I like it the short and sweet moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, you do have to earn your spot more in the postseason. Yeah. Like, you really prove that you're the better team because you have to go through more rounds. More rounds. You like throw underdogs, guy, like teams that you know, like not favorited, but like have those players that like really change the game. And if they can take a couple on a big team, they beat the series. I suppose, like, but then that that just I think I think get cocky. I think I more if you put more team baseball is such a different sport. Like if you put more games, it's whoever has longevity like whoever has a deeper bullpen the deep, yeah mm-hmm. and that and then when you, when you get to depth it's just you're actually just playing with better front offices who has a better front office who can who has, a, who has a better market yeah and then you just it's always going to be top market teams like yankees no, dodgers i think um, that's how it's different than basketball because like basketball yeah. are adding more like playing but the same five you the same or five like, right? like football like football it's such just like let's look at the wild card Let's look at the Titans. I don't think the Titans are as a big market as the Patriots, Raiders, or Green Bay. Yeah. But Titans did so mark. I mean, they did fall short, but that's because like it's based off the players' success and failures. Yeah, but that is why I think that MLB wants to add like more teams in the postseason because then fringe teams that wouldn't ordinarily make the ten, like the top ten, like the in. A's, the Marlins, the Mariners. Like the Rangers, maybe they can sneak in. Like teams, you think that, so? I mean, teams that aren't favorited to win like their division that like could be good, they can sneak in. And then if they play the Yankees and they happen to beat the Yankees, then it's like okay, well the Yankees need to figure something out because they're getting beat by a low market team that wouldn't ordinarily be in there. Maybe, yeah. but maybe. I think I I do agree with Nate though. The market, it, like higher market teams yeah. of more money are gonna have better bigger players, rosters yeah, and better superstars. teams, superstar teams, and I think it would. Definitely tip the scale of the playoffs. Yeah. It, would, it would make it weird. As much as it pains me to say this, I don't really think that Rob Manfred is to blame. He's the MLB commissioner because, I mean, he's not good at his job. Everybody knows that. But the MLB Players Association, they unanimously agreed to, like, veto the MLB owner's proposal. Yeah, Their owners. best and final o- I offer. I don't think the media's doing a good job to say that. Or maybe it is, but... From articles I've read, it's never been targeted towards the owners. It's always been Rob Manfred, MLB as an organization, mm-hmm. not ownership. And like when you talk about ownership, like I don't think the Dodgers and Magic Johnson and the chairmen are having an issue with their players and their clubhouse. I really do think it's a selected group of like clubs. So I think there's more issues with the low market teams. I want like I want, I don't think all the Dodgers. Well, yeah, I'd imagine that the low market teams want to stay low market teams because I mean they don't feel like paying for players because they can't afford them. So they would probably prefer not to have the league minimum raised. They'd probably prefer like luxury taxes so teams don't go over a certain amount because if there's no cap, then they can pay for whoever they want and just build super teams that low market teams can't afford. Yeah, I agree. But I, on top of that, there's like it's not entirely like you can't. I hate when people like not hate, but I think it's really unfortunate when people be like. Oh, the Dodgers don't have any issues. The Dodgers can acquire whoever they want to acquire, and they're on their, on their own separate world. When you have teams like the A's, who've been around since like the eighties, nineties, two thousands, whatever it is, but like they've been a they've been an organization for quite a while, and it's by their own choice that they haven't gotten bigger. Yeah, I mean, like the A's have shown like Moneyball tactics work. I mean, obviously the Rays do now. They were the American League champs in twenty twenty. And then now I believe that they were the AL East champs. So they show that they can be low market teams and compete with the big dogs like yeah. the Yankees and beat them. 
So personally, I would say that there's like definitely reason to argue both sides. I do think that the MLB owners have every right to want more postseason games. I believe they have every right to like want to keep their players like salaries lower because if someone gets hurt or if they like just decide, oh, I'm already getting paid this amount, I don't want to play anymore, then the giving them that salary is just kind of not worth it. But then also on the players association side, I'd want to get paid for what I'm worth too. So it's really just a coin toss of so who's like, going to break first. Good question. So you say you get drafted, right? How many years are you locked into that rookie deal, that rookie contract? It's uh, like a minor league contract, but it's like not really, not really a minor league. It's not a minor league contract, I should rephrase this. It's like you're getting paid a sort of like a sum from the affiliated team, which is like, let's say a single A team. You're getting like only probably making maybe $16,000. Yeah, you don't make very much money until you get called up. Yeah. So once you get called up, what's your first contract? It's then that's a minor league contract because you're like, you're still, you still could be sent down to the minor leagues. Yeah, because your contract will get purchased from like the big league team, which means they're just going to pay what you're already getting paid. So okay. you're not getting paid until at least the next year. So once that contract runs up, like what's the like... The reason it's called a minor league contract is because like you could be, you could be, let's say you play... Sent up and down. You right? could be sent yeah. up and down, but yeah. you could be sent like down... And stay on that minor league contract for like what? I believe you can just stay on there until they call you up for a certain. No, amount no, no, of time. but it's, that's like I think uh, I think it was Andrew Tolls where he was like FDA, not FDA, but he was um he was on a, a contract and you can only stay on that contract for a certain amount of time because you're you're not on the roster but you're on the team. Makes sense. Service time is another big thing that nobody can agree on because. Think about Gavin Lux. When Gavin Lux was a prospect on the Dodgers, nobody want, really wanted to call yeah. him up because you wanted to manipulate his service time yeah. and like keep him around for the long haul and like make an extra year of his services with the Dodgers by not calling him up for the postseason in, what was that, like 2020? Yeah. But he was knocking the cover off the ball, so they call him up, and then now they lose a year of his service because they called him up. So you could keep someone down in like the minor leagues as long as you want. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure there's like a certain point where like yeah. you have to give them up or something, like because obviously you, you just give up their rights. Yeah, you can't just leave someone down there for. But yeah. I know it's a long time. But call like calling them up just really just means that's when like their service time starts because you have six seasons or six full years of being on the big league roster and then you're a free agent. So like so so when like say you get called up and you're legit now right so it's six years and when does arbitration kick in? Arbitration's three years you, after. Yeah, it's only like if you like if you have to like actually like show a reason to be on arbitration. Like yeah, so like say pool. whenever they draft some kid, right? He plays good. They call him up. Now like he's legit. It's like way too long. long. It takes way too long. Yeah, because teams can renew your contracts, basically just saying, "Oh, this is what we want to pay you, so we're going to renew it for that amount." It's like you, they can just renew your minor league contract what if they, they want. want. Which mainly, which is why the uh, MLB Players Association wants to bump up league minimum salaries. Because if the team renews the contract, they have to renew it for the minimum. Or, well, at least the minimum, least I should the, yeah. say. Yeah. So, yeah, there's at least two weeks canceled of the season. Which so. I don't think the players are, I mean, other than money-wise, the players, like... like they want to play. There, there are a lot of Major League Baseball players are playing at universities like they're like practicing at universities like i have a couple buddies that are playing d1 baseball like uci or pepperdine and they're like they have people who live like like especially on the west coast like people you wouldn't even even think like 
my buddy Finn, he plays at UCI, he's a pitcher, and he like he got pitching advice from Tyler Mastic, the reliever that shut out the Dodgers mm-hmm. on the Braves, and less than twenty yards is Garrett Cole from the Yankees. Like no one would imagine Garrett Cole, Tyler Mastic being on the same field. Right, like I, it's just like, like I feel like I, like me personally, I put a perception of like, there's like still barriers between players and like players should like keep themselves, um, like training wise and like they like, gotta keep themselves within the organization. Yeah, they gotta keep yeah. them within the organization isolated. No, I mean I think all these guys just want to play. Yeah, I mean now they're just messing around. Like uh, Joey Gallo, I think is the name, right? Joey Gallo. Joey, yeah, he put his he services on LinkedIn now. Oh yeah, he put his resume on Pan, there. I heard Pan Express hit him up. That's funny. Yeah, but I definitely think that people want to play. Like, I think everybody would just lose in a situation where there's no season or shortened season. But could that happen where the season just gets canceled? Canceled? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's happened before. Players have gone on strike, and then nothing happens, which is basically what's happening now because we're already missing spring training. But yeah, the MLB players are just not having it because if they really wanted to play. It would not have been a unanimous vote to cancel the best and like final offer from the MLB owners because at least someone would agree on something that they're getting. But I feel like that's what the MLB like owners were like kind of hoping for. They thought the players kind of just like give in. It's right? what it's gonna be whoever blinks first, whoever yeah, just decides. Oh yeah, we're not. That's why they waited not, to the last day to kind of figure it. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not gonna be a magic thing that all of a sudden everyone's gonna agree on this or that. Yeah. It's gonna be someone's gonna be. Like, finally, I want to play. I'm over all this stuff. Rob Manfred or the Players Association, they got to come up, step up, and give us a season. Yeah. I think the owner, maybe the owner blink first. Owner play first? No, they blink first. Like Oh, the owner blink first. Because they're probably losing. Because like, I know a lot of owners. Like, for example, the Lakers. Like, the Genie Bus, the Bus family, only owns the Lakers. That's their only yeah. source of income, right? So I'm sure a lot of MLB, like, commissioners, or, like, their teams are like that. So, like, the owners, that's all they have. So they're not making money off that. What are they well, everybody's going to be losing money. That's what I'm saying. And I can think of one big name in particular, Max Scherzer. He's going to get paid, what, $45 million a year? He's like the big advocate for the Players Association. He's, gonna, he's not going to get paid a dime of his new contract with the Mets unless there's a season. So honestly, it could just be the players that blink first because they're advocating for better pay for like the people who don't have big contracts like Max Scherzer. But he's not going to get paid yeah, anything. Yeah, if he doesn't get paid at all, he's probably going to be pissed too. Yeah, but I'd imagine that's why he would blink first because he wants his $45 million, So at some point, he's probably just going to say, I don't care about the youngsters anymore. They can deal with whatever they're going to get paid with. Next I'm going to get my $45 million. There's probably like an ambassador for the Players Association that speaks on behalf of the Yeah, they have like a team, right? Yeah. A team of I don't think any... I mean, well, I, it's a whole yeah. association. Yeah. I think they just all speak collectively. But they might have one spokesperson that yeah. comes out and says everyone's opinions. But yeah. yeah, so that's the big thing going on in MLB. This has been actually a really good podcast. Yeah. So thank you to our guest Nate. Hopefully you hopefully you uh, make your way on here again. Of course, and hopefully pleasure. These, these games start coming out because I'm trying to. We're trying. I was trying to go to opening day for the Dodgers. I'm trying to. Those tickets were expensive. I was ready, yeah. bro. I was, I was waiting. Opening day is a, like a crazy. It's be like a holiday. It's yeah. a crazy yeah. time. I remember going to Dodge Stadium and like all like all the way till past the LA River is just full of Dodger fans. Yeah, it's crazy. And I feel like it's gonna be even crazier this season if the season was to happen because all these fans, man, everybody's waiting. Yeah. You know, so I think that'll be fun. 
come opening day if it was to happen. Yeah, so hopefully we have a baseball season. But I believe that's all we got time for in today's episode of the Game Time Podcast. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Yep. Yeah, so we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Yep.